Hello, everyone. The creator I'd like to support this week is Warren Lindsay, aka Renzi. Warren is uh, an extremely talented 3D, 2D, etc. artist, in addition to also being a game developer. You may have seen or heard me talking about uh, the game SCP Project Josie. It's a game about the uh, SCP half-cat named Josie. Warren is developing this game and releasing it completely free. Uh, you can download it in an alpha version at the moment. I tried uh, streaming it recently, had some technical difficulties, and uh, had to put that on pause because I kept floating up into the ceiling. But it looks like a really fun game, and I'm excited to see where it goes. I'll put a link to his uh, coffee page as well as a link to the Josie game if you want to try out the uh, current alpha version or uh, if you want to see where it goes further into the future as it's uh, developed more. I also want to get in here at the beginning. We opened up our Discord server. You can find a link to that in the episode description or on our page itself or like on the SCP wiki. I'll post it uh, pretty much everywhere I'm able to. In addition to the Discord server, we also have a Patreon that I think I literally have never talked about. If you'd like to support the show, that's probably the best way to do so. Pretty much anything given is most likely going to go directly back into the show or be used to support other creators. So we appreciate anything uh, that you're willing to give. And there's zero pressure to do so if you're not in a good situation for it, because this is a hobby for us. I hope you all enjoyed our arc that explored the uh, circus of the disquieting. Uh, we're going to move on from that now and move on to something else. But uh, we have a few intermission episodes again here. I, I don't have a recap for it, but uh, just know that, like, yeah, we succeeded. <laughs> hope you all enjoyed the episode. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, the change that is coming to the podcast. Um, for the listeners, uh, I apologize, but we are going to be losing a member. Uh, Jordan is very busy with school and research, uh, doing grad school at the moment. So uh, it's sort of become a bit too much to balance being a part of the podcast and trying to do that as well. So um, this may be a temporary change. She may come back at some point. I'm going to try to make it uh, in the session today. Uh, this will be her last one, at least for the moment. Um, we'd love to have her back on, but um, this is a hobby for us. So it sort of just works out that um, it's for the best that she takes a break from it and maybe comes back in the future. Couldn't have said it better myself. I tried. <laughs> we will miss you, Jordan. From yes, on behalf of the rest of us. <laughs> Miles is gonna sob in character most of the episode. Oh. <laughs> oh. So. oh. Um, well, I mean, Anyas was the first person he ever met outside of the uh foundation. This is true. Though this she true. almost hit him with his car. That's with her car, rather. She That's did hit fake is Lucas. Anya's the real villain. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she's the real hero because she was the first one to realize that Lucas was not real. So she hit him with his. She she hit yes, him with his car. That's why I did that. That's exactly why I did that. Yes, yeah. she was aware. The whole <laughs> of course. Time. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> How prescient. That's why she failed that first role. That 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 first role actually is what made Lucas evil. He was going to be like your best friend the whole way through but failing that role and hitting him with your car didn't actually hurt him that much it was just making him oh evil. no <laughs> just turn just turned him against us just, just turned him against you like we were saying Anyas is the is the true villain it's gonna come out out of nowhere <laughs> exactly kenneth you're gonna cut that part right though so the listeners don't know that yet, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah of course um okay so let's go ahead and sort of streamline picking up where we left off. So at the end of last time, you had seen Herman Fuller get pulled into a rift by an unseen force, uh, and you were all standing around with the members of the circus who were left here, um, who had just been dismissed by Manny. Um, 
shortly after this, uh, you're allowed a few moments of confusion as to what just happened before uh, the SCP Foundation, as efficient as they are, already roll in and begin surrounding the members of the circus. Uh, Dr. Miller tells all of them to stand down as she walks forward uh, and instructs uh, MTF Pi-6, Mobile Task Force Pi-6 is the group that is here. Um, they're also known as the Clown Wranglers. They specifically deal with uh, the clowns and Herman Fuller's circus, so um, they're all fairly familiar with the current situation. Um, they quickly begin to get to work on, uh, instead of going after everyone here at the circus, they specifically take Manny into a high security holding cell, uh, that then becomes quickly heavily guarded. And, uh, the remainder of them, uh, begin to sift through the campgrounds or the uh, park grounds of Herman Fuller Circus or what's currently left of it, um, looking for clowns and trying to round them up. Uh, from this point, Dr. Miller uh, collects all of you and brings you back to a field deployed ops center. Um, it's about the size of a small office building and this was serving as the command center while they were unable to get into the park. Manny's cell uh, is just adjacent to this. It's heavily uh, guarded and uh, very well protected. The occult escapologist is also placed into lockup once uh, your group informs Dr. Miller of the risk that she poses. Uh, the rest of the circus, uh, minus the clowns, are brought to gather nearby this um, as well, and uh, the MTF continue to search uh, for clowns and survivors. Uh, Magnolia and Veronica are allowed to join you in the command center, uh, and Veronica is given a bed to rest on. Uh, as she is still not woken up, she continues to rest. Sort of streamlining the inevitable conversation that you have with Dr. Miller, uh, you give her a summary of the events that transpired within the park uh, while you were here for the past day. Um, and this is fairly easy to do, uh, having Ned's well-kept field notes. He is uh, an asset to your team and a great new employee to the SCP Foundation. Damn straight. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, I just want to say, uh, I want it to be known that Miles does not mention to Dr. Miller that... Um, he has these newfound powers because he is currently unsure about whether that will put her in a uncomfortable position, sort of create a conflict of interest, and wants to know a little more about himself before he brings that up. Mm, while you are walking over to like the command center, you can like whisper to each other you would probably like whisper to ned like you're assuming that he would be giving the debrief because he has the most information um so you can tell him to try to leave this out how would you justify i, I guess you can like sort of gloss over the points where you were able to get around the circus without being discovered by manny's mimetic abilities um just through luck yeah um, i think that's how i would uh sort of frame it just not mm -hmm. even not even mention it really just yeah uh mention what we did not really what other people noticed about it mm -hmm. i i think dr miller is gonna know that you're hiding something as a group um because of that because she's very smart and can piece together a lot of stuff because she knows a lot of the abilities of the people in the circus that's totally fine. That makes sense. Uh, so she's not going to press for now because you're probably all very stressed, but uh, highly suspicious of uh, this lack of information on it. Well, you see, you see, Miles, I'm thinking I got these uh, these neat armbands here. And maybe it was uh, before we went to see uh, 
our one friend oh shit whose name escapes me it wasn't it wasn't sluggo it was the other guy wasn't it the fish uh, man? yeah the fish was it yeah uh, I'm the sorry. fish man of manasquan it's been a while rolls right off the tongue yeah <laughs> you were high also while exactly. talking to him so inhibits yeah. inhibits the memory <laughs> a bit <laughs> Your sharpness did go down. It did. During it, that time. it did. But uh, but Miles, uh, who's to say I didn't get these armbands uh, before we went to go see that that fish man? Eh? Maybe it's uh something about this golden horde. Hmm. I I mean that that sounds believable to me. I don't know anything about him. Uh, I would be worried that maybe she knows more about the golden horde than i do and i'd venture to say you do i mean yeah i i don't really know too much about these uh these little dangles here i just uh felt something about them but they, okay. they could be well, if you think yeah it could i i believe it um in fact i'm wondering uh, it seems to me like that's probably what happened i i can't imagine what else could have happened and miles winks at ned very conspicuously wink <laughs> you know they always they always say that history's written by the victors <laughs> if you're trying to do this much of a lie uh go ahead and roll manipulate a person you got it boss that's three and a three uh can i help out because i think i i helped with the lie uh yeah what do you what do you add to oh manipulate someone is plus charm Plus, Plus charm. charm. Okay. That's a zero. Oh no, I should have done okay. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you need some help then. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean I'm the one lying. Help out is Out uh, of the cards. What? Plus cool? Yeah. Plus I rolled cool. a nine plus uh one is a ten. Okay. Yeah, you help out. So you get that to a mixed success. Um she like takes your word for it but she continues to know that something's off about your story regarding specifically the mimetic stuff um she takes it that you all learned about mimetics from the seminar actually pretty well so she's willing to gloss over that part a bit <laughs> more pride in the fact that you all were actually listening we know all about the mimetics <laughs> I, I i i was really interested in pneumatics don't push your luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so then after you give her the information that you all have, um, one of the mobile task force folk enter. Uh, they give a quick summary. Uh, basically, they tell you and Dr. Miller that the remnants of the park uh, remain. So the various tents are still around. The big top tent did eventually fall uh, and burn to the ground as somebody's premonition did foretell. <laughs> definitely didn't get that experience point. <laughs> who, who could have done that? Burn down the big top tent. Could have been ridiculous. anybody. <laughs> mm -hmm. I still can't believe that happened. Uh, but the MTF also does inform you that a handful of tents also disappeared. Um, those being a few supply tents uh, and the tent that holds the heart of the Dread Behemoth. The clowns known as Eugene and Pius are not able to be found. And the person of interest, Herman Fuller, is still... Uh, also unable to be found his location is unknown speaking of herman fuller um i realized listening to the last episode that i might have been able to get an experience point but i wanted to run it by you okay because um, i have a one of my mundane moves is always the victim and it's whenever another hunter uses protect someone to protect you, they mark experience. Whenever a monster captures you, you mark experience. And he did capture me and was like saying he was going to kill me and then Ned distracted him. He did do that. Mm, I guess. But it so. wasn't It was like more of a... like grabbing you by the scruff. Yeah. So I, that's why I was wondering if that counts as a capture or not. I was going to leave mm. it up to you. If not, that's totally fine. We'll get plenty of experience from finishing the arc, so. 
That's uh, true. But I do like leveling you guys up. So go ahead and take one. Awesome. Yeah, I think that counts. I would, sure. I would and then did Dan get one for He didn't use protect someone. So that's why uh, I was. Because that's gotcha. a specific move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so uh, you just get one. Okay. Great. So uh, all that information was given. Um, so after this point, is there anything you would like to discuss with Dr. Miller at all? specifically um, um ma i i should say we promised magnolia that uh the people of the circus wouldn't be apprehended or um imprisoned because i mean they weren't doing any harm for the most part i mean obviously the clowns were but and i don't think the deal extends to them but you're not gonna you're not gonna take in sluggo and the others are you no, uh, sweetie. Actually, Magnolia and I have met before. She's aware of my methods. You have nothing to fear, Magnolia. We will work with you to figure out a solution going forward for you. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks. Miles is notably happier. Because he was very worried that uh, his friend Slogo was going to get put in the slammer. Hmm. <laughs> Well, um, I suppose there are a few issues we should deal with first. Um, I'm trying to make make it so that Dr. Miller's voice and Magnolia's voice are distinct. I have a few concerns still. Obviously, uh, I am hopeful that the circus will or at least the circus's people, will be able to go free and do what they would like to still. I am concerned about the well-being of Agnes. Yeah, Fuller seemed pretty intent on getting a half-harpy. Miles well, worriedly at Agnes. As long as Veronica and I are able to continue to protect us... Uh, Fuller won't be a problem going forward uh, once Veronica's able to get back up to 100%. Um, for Agnes, I'm more concerned about the loss of memory. From what you all have said, it sounds like the amnestic that was used on her came from the great serpent that lives at the very bottom of the ocean, which is fucking terrific for a harpy who's meant to live in the air. It sort of um, would be the equivalent of an Achilles tendon for recovering from this. I know the fishman who's with us might have some useful information, and the Zoltan has worked with stuff like this before, too. I'm sure that those two could help us to recover Agnes's memories. Before you start, Dr. Miller, for this specific one, as far as I know, your nestics will not work for reversing her memory loss. Um, no, you're correct with that. We don't have a great solution for amnestics that have been created from the fluid that Anantasesha secretes. Agnes, if you do want to recover your memory, I do believe this would be the only solution, or at least the only one that we can come up with currently. I mean, the fish man seemed pretty cool. I would trust him. I mean, it doesn't sound ideal, but I, I think the way you put it, it's probably the best. And Agnes, I don't... I'll be honest with you, I know that Dr. Miller means the best, but she's, I, I don't, I trust my people, the people of the circus, to complete this, to help you more than I trust her. And I, I want to be back in your life as well. I'm, I'm sorry that I haven't been there. I didn't, I didn't realize that you were even going through this. Um, I want to 
be a part of your life and make sure that nothing happens to make you forget that again. Yeah, I think this is all for the best. I mean, like, when I was driving into town to pick up supplies, I didn't think I would be going on this long journey anyway. So it's probably best to just step back and uh, try to gain my memory one step at a time. Wait. Step back? You mean... I, I thought the fish man was going to join our team. I didn't... You mean you're leaving? I guess it's up to the fish man, but I had assumed... He has things he needs to do as well. Oh. oh, oh, okay, okay. Miles starts tearing up a little bit. Miles, it's not goodbye. It's just so long, okay? Miles just hugs his mom's leg and kind of buries his face in it. I go um, up to Miles and I hand him the dice thing that I had. Just take care of this for me, uh, buddy, okay? Uh, okay, hey, hang on. And Miles pulls out his baseball cards and he starts shuffling through them really quick. And he pulls out the um, Yadier Molina one and starts to hold it out and then shakes his head a little bit, puts it back in and pulls out the John Jay card and gives her gives her the John Jay card and says, don't, don't lose this. It's it's part of the uh, 2011 World Series team. So uh, it's, it's an important one, but uh, you can hang on to it to remember me by. All right, we'll do. Miles is a little... A little cheered up by this. Dr. Miller was initially very shocked that you were handing the Yadier card. And then like, as you got halfway to and pulled it back, she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's more right. <laughs> yeah. She, she knew better. <laughs> well, um, Magnolia, what will you do going forward? Um, I'll talk to Sluggo, I suppose. Um, I think he would make, a good new leader for us. I don't think we need someone who's extremely powerful. We need someone who actually cares for us. Agnes, would you like to join me in talking to Slogo and seeing what our move is going forward? Of course, yeah. Okay. Um, we'll be back. Uh, could you all watch over Veronica while we're gone? Nothing's gonna get by us. Perfect. So Magnolia pulls you close to her uh, and gives you a hug and pulls you towards the door. Uh, and you go off to discuss with Sluggo uh, about what the circus or the previous people of the circus will be doing going forward. Uh, Jordan, I think if you're ready to depart, I don't think we need you for the rest of the session. Well, um, Hopefully, I mean, I feel like I'll still talk to you guys a lot. I'm, I mean, if I have time, I'd love to just pop in and, you know, yeah, totally. see yeah. how it's going. Heck yeah. But, um, yeah, it's been fun. Um, and hopefully <laughs> after this semester or next semester, I can jump back in. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be very easy to get you back in as well. Like, if you uh, wind up finishing this semester and get to the point where the – work that you're doing is not as intense uh door is always open for you to come back awesome even if it's all if, even if it's just like one or two sessions at a time like i feel like that's very doable yeah that's like the way this is being set up yeah and mm -hmm. i agree with that especially since you can fly you just swoop on in you just fly back home and then, back back home and <laughs> and then abandon us in our time whatever you want exactly all right bye, bye jordan i i love you jordan <laughs> Hello everyone, this is your Keeper Kenneth, and welcome to the mid-roll. To try to help bring up the mood uh, in a more positive light, uh, we know that a lot of you may be uh, a bit heartbroken that uh, Jordan is unfortunately departing for at least the moment. I mean, I know I am, uh, but I very much uh, would like her to return in some capacity at some point, and I'll definitely keep her in the loop of our goings-on. Um, so please bear with us as we try to figure out this time. Uh, we have some ideas for how we're going to handle this going forward. Um, just bear with us. It's still in the works. We should be able to remain on our normal schedule. Uh, just be patient. We appreciate it. 
in other news, I just recorded a like really, really fun one shot this past weekend with a bunch of different uh, other SCP podcasters or creators. And I'm very excited for that to come out. Uh, it's going to take a while for that to get fully edited, but I'm working with uh, Toad King Studio on the editing and uploading part of it. Uh, I was running the game and well, just follow us on our socials or follow him, either one, and you'll eventually see it coming out probably toward the beginning of next year. We'll see. But man, it was one of the like best experiences I've had running a game or even being in a game. It was amazing. And uh, I cannot wait for you all to hear of all the shenanigans we had um, and hear of the majesty that is Asuka Klappa. You will just have to wait and see what that means. Reviews for the week. We have two new reviews. Very exciting. Thank you for going on to Apple Podcasts to review us. If you'd like your review read, uh, go over there and leave us a review, and uh, I'll read it on the mid-roll here. A new one from Poop Shoe, uh, and they say, fantastic. It's a great podcast, and it makes my time at work better. Glad to hear that. With time, I would put this on par with The Adventure Zone. Uh, this is an e- extremely high praise in, in my book, so... Thank you for your very kind words, Poop Shoe. Skiero42777 says, Great podcast. Honestly, this is a pretty dope podcast. Plus, the SCP theme is pretty dope in itself. Hey, I'd like to think so too. Thank you for leaving the reviews and uh, hope that you continue to enjoy listening to us. Without further ado, I'll let you get back to the episode. Thank you for listening. Oh, and don't forget to join us on our Discord server. So, oh, I forgot to mention, but uh, Mr. Clark is also here. He's been, like, standing by, but he's a quieter guy. So <laughs> he's, like, yeah. uh, standing at the door, making sure that nobody, like, tries to rush and rush here or anything and get in here. But Miles yeah, has pointedly here. ignored him. I, it fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back in here. So um, I'm sure we'll be hearing from her again very soon. Not to worry. But moving on, uh, you all said there was the occult escapologist. Um, she took Benji's blood and somehow Herman Fuller ended up with it. Yeah, not super happy about that. Well, it, I mean, is that the blood that Fuller had that he tried to drink, Benji? I mean, is that still in play? It seemed like it blew up. I, I, I'm honestly, I couldn't tell you. Uh, now that you bring that up, I meant to put that in my notes to do earlier, but, um, we should discuss what exactly happened when, uh, the being now known as Bit took part of your soul. Yeah. So... There are a couple different ways that we could go about doing this. I think for this first one, um, you become... Uh, is there a... What's the opposite of sympathetic? An antipathetic? Um, careless? I mean, um, and antipathy is the opposite of sympathy, okay. but antipathetic mm-hmm. sounds weird. Unsympathetic, thank you, Oxford. Unsympathetic, yeah. Unfeeling, unfriendly. Unfe- mm. Unfeeling is indifferent. A good word. Oh yeah, indifferent. It... That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, you become more unsympathetic, definitely. Uh, more indifferent to a lot of situations. Um, okay. So this is going to be, uh, like we were saying, more of a uh, character mechanic than a uh, game mechanic i might do something like if you're trying to help someone out you have to like act under pressure to actually drive yourself to right okay have the desire to help out gotcha yeah um but that that would probably be a- about the limits of what i would do i don't want to punish you too hard for making right. a cool character decision yeah gotcha <laughs> no 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 it's great i love it okay 
um where what were we talking about <laughs> we um, went on a tangent there. Agnes just left oh right 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 the um, blood the blood the blood the blood yeah the blood so um it seems that the occult escapologist may have somehow given this blood to Herman Fuller but uh, the blood itself seems to be not an issue anymore as you somehow exploded it in his face yeah i guess that was a trip for sure uh, well well done quick acting there uh benji thanks anyway um mr clark were you able to uh go and interview and talk with the occult escapologist uh yes doctor so she denies everything Currently, she's saying that she never even had a conversation with the group. Um, she was just performing all day. And apparently hates Fuller as much as anyone else. Hmm. Interesting. Ben, I would like you to go and talk with the occult escapologist. See if you can get anything out of her. Uh, all right, I guess. Hmm. That was surprisingly easy. Okay, yeah, uh, she's in a holding cell outside. Okay, I will go there. I will go to there. Okay. Yeah, you uh, head outside. Um, you see off to the left, there's like a bunch of guards standing around like a very heavily protected thing. It's where Manny's being kept. And then there's like a smaller one uh, off to the side as well that's like got one guard. So you walk up to there. Uh, you tell him what you're doing. He nods, knows what's going on, lets you in. So... Um, just just to jog my memory from from sure. how this all went down, we approached uh, her question mark mm-hmm. her at, mm-hmm. um, after her show, and I gave yes. her my blood as collateral for the key, mm-hmm. and uh, once we brought back um, Magnolia, presumably to her, the thing inside the box that she wanted. Or was it the lock that she wanted? The weird, uncomfortable lock. Well, I think she it said... It was probably not the lock. Yeah, she yeah. said oh, the oh, thing okay. inside the box. Yeah. I bought that was that Lucas being hopeful that they well. didn't have to give Anya's sister to somebody. <laughs> I yeah. understand. Okay, yes. I bought into Lucas's hopes really, really strongly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so to give you some more uh, memory refreshing, the specifically what happened when you entered the tent and watched the show of the occult escapologist uh she escaped from a box uh was able to like fold out of it in a way that people shouldn't be able to fold uh she then went behind the stage the audience left and you realized that she was sitting behind you instead of behind the stage then you discussed, you gave her a drop of blood, and then you all left, and uh, the same vial that you saw uh, that blood placed into was the vial that Herman Fuller did have, that you exploded in his face. Okay. So, she is uh, within the cell that you have just entered. She is sitting at a table, and uh, there's like she's handcuffed to it uh, with like many rows of handcuffs because people know how she works because she's escaping things very easily. (laughs) Uh, You see that like the first two uh, handcuffs have like somehow fallen off. She quickly like throws them back on as you step in. All right. All right. Uh, What do you want to hear? I, I told the last guy everything I know. Yeah, my only question is, uh, what the fuck, actually? Um, care to change your tone? Well, I'm not the one that's, uh, that's handcuffed, am I? It appears not. So I ask again, what the fuck, actually? I have no idea what. What are any of you talking about? Well, I showed up to your show because I needed something from you. And uh, we made a trade. We made a fair trade. 
that I uh, that was supposed to be kept on both sides, but it seems to me that one of us did not keep our end of the bargain. I look. I told this to the last guy. I'd get so many people in my shows. I didn't make a deal with anyone. I don't know what to tell you. Hook me up to a, a lie detector. I, I, I don't know. I, I get lots of people who come in. I've just been performing all day. I, and then I hear the tents on fire, and I run out to everyone else, and thank God everyone's okay. But then I get locked up because some punk kids said I did something I didn't. So I have a move called Tune In. Okay. It, I it is not. I don't think it's used for exactly what I want to use it for. the The thing is, you can attune your mind to a monster or minion, but it's like all of the the holds are for like action stuff. Like, where is it? What is it planning to do? Who is it going to attack next? Um, let's do, you can investigate a mystery, but roll plus weird where you are trying to pressure or read this person magically. Okay. That's, that's a cool way to do it. I will do that. Um, that is a nine. Okay. Um, and no one can help you out with this because nobody's there. So. I'm alone. That you know of. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You were kind of not alone. There was a flash drive buddy that was given to you. He is here. If you find a way to creatively use uh, the pixel buddy that I gave you, I'll give you plus one to the roll. Which one did you give me and what does he do? I don't remember. This was just the text box one, right? And he just... Yes. So it can tell a story. It can tell a story? Yeah. Texty is a storyteller. If you find a way to somehow implement that, I'll give you that. Or you can just use um, the one hold that you get from a mixed success. Um, I'm just going to use the one hold. I can't think of anything that I... I can't think okay, of a story sure. that would <laughs> that would move this person <laughs> to tell me the truth. Um, I'll just use what is being concealed here. Uh, okay. At this point, Ben has become very frustrated with the lack of cooperation that you are perceiving from uh, the occult escapologist. You slam your fists onto the table and uh, pixelized flame bursts from your eyes pixelized tendrils burst from your head and shoot towards the head of the occult escapologist. Oh my god. <laughs> That's really intense. You lose your vision for a moment and you briefly see flashes of what the occult escapologist did during the day. You see that she is inside of a box. You see her limbs bend in weird, awkward, and unrealistic ways. You see various people in the crowds that she performed in front of. You actually see yourself briefly. And you see in this vision that the occult escapologist is seated behind you during the show but you're reading the mind of the occult escapologist. This was not something she noticed during the show, but as you look through her memory as you would looking over a security footage, you are able to pick that out. You see her walk behind the stage, do her makeup, and prepare for the next show. She never stepped back out. Your vision snaps back, and the occult escapologist is passed out on the table. 
you are standing now, no longer seated, across from her, and everything's back to normal. Um, so just to be clear, um, it was a second, it was a second person. Yes, it was not her. Okay. And she has passed out so I can no longer talk to her. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. did I hurt her? Can I see if I hurt her in any way? Uh, she has a nosebleed and maybe a bit of bleeding from the ears as well. Oh, God. Um... Shit, Benji. Really yeah, fuck. Went, went to town on her, huh? <laughs> um, she is breathing, however. Alright, I want to use magic to heal any any harm that I did to her. Okay, roll the use of magic. Oh boy, that's a six. Total? Total. <laughs> I got two twos. Woo! Woo! Mark experience for me! Hmm. Well, this is how we murder one of the people we're charged with. <laughs> yeah, fuck, no, I don't want to hurt her. Um... No, I'm going to hold the failure. Okay. Because I don't want to just have you straight up kill her. Yeah, no, I, um... that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> so you have healed with your magic before, but as you sort of try to remember how you've healed before, Usually when you're doing so, it's to someone that you were working with and trying to protect, not someone that you directly caused harm to, someone that you had apparently misjudged. You're hit with a wave of guilt, and then the guilt quickly leaves you, and you feel less of a drive to heal, and no magic is able to leave from your fingertips. You try again to build up the courage to heal, but it does just the same. At this point, uh, the guard who was standing watch at the door, hearing some commotion that occurred, uh, opens it and it's like, uh, um, I think you should go yeah i'll get him i'll get uh, a medic she needs help did you get what you needed kind of uh, okay i'll i'll get I'll, I'll get a medic so he runs off um and you're free to return to the rest of the group at the command center mtf is like damn i thought our interrogation tactics were brutal <laughs> They were watching the whole time, like, taking notes, like, all right, make eyes fire and <laughs> head tendrils? Yeah. Question mark? Underline? <laughs> ben, you return to the command center where everyone else was. Um, there's been some not too much of a conversation going on while you were gone. Uh, Dr. Miller probably asked a few more questions to clarify some things. Um, as you reenter... Dr. Miller says, ah, Ben, welcome back. Um, did you learn anything from uh, the occult escapologist? Uh, yeah, it wasn't her. Oh, um, who, who was it then? What do you mean? I was there. It was her. I saw her. I, I don't know who it was. Is Dr. Miller, is there anyone that we know of from the circus that can shapeshift? Hmm. Oh, we know of someone else who can shapeshift, don't we? Uh, mm. How'd they get in? Is, Lu- is Lucas is Lucas in the room? Yeah, Lucas is here. Miles narrows his eyes and glances over at Lucas. <laughs> hey, don't don't look at me. I'm the real one. What I am? I what, we ha- <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Uh, just out of character for a moment, I. Did not make that uh, that connection in my head till just now. So uh, carry on. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm quite confident this is the real Lucas. Um, while you all were gone, we were developing ways to keep a few teleporting assholes out of the facility. Um, this Lucas was pulled from the facility by either Herman Fuller or the other Lucas we weren't sure 
But yes, um, we now have some countermeasures, a combination of anti-magic fields, uh, what we're able to do with reality anchor technology, and a few others. Um, yeah, I, it's also set up here. Um, I don't think that the fake Lucas would be able to get in to here, as is, and the facility site 44 should now be safe as well, as long as our efforts were effective. Yeah, but was uh, was this fake Lucas able to get into the, the circus? I mean, he pulled Fuller out of it, didn't he? I mean, when he made his sort of quick exit, it seemed like he was pulled through a portal, not went through one of his own. So, I, I mean, it seems like it was one of fake Lucas's. Uh, that could be correct. Um... But here's the thing, is that this fake Lucas, if it was, instead of the uh, escapologist, wanted us to get Magnolia from Fuller. Well, no, he wanted us to get it from Man, get her from Manny. Oh, right, yeah. So they could have been in cahoots. It seems like it. I mean, that's exactly what Fuller wanted, right? Right. Yes, but I'm having trouble interpreting the goals of this fake Lucas. It seems like he would have left Fuller to kill you all if he was on Fuller's side, but it seems he was also assisting him. I think the tide had turned pretty good. I don't think Fuller had a leg up on us anymore. I think, uh... I think fake Lucas read the room a little bit. Miles is like, he's got his uh, sluggo signed baseball bat and he's like knocking it in his hand. Like <laughs> we had a, we were, we were beating up on him pretty good. I got, I shot him with a water gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yes, that's great. Uh, sweetie. Anyway, um, I will work on collecting together all the information that we've been able to gather on the fake Lucas, maybe come up with a better identification for him, but I think we have as much information as we can get from the circus here, and the MTF seem to have wrapped up with collecting the clowns that they could. I think it's about time we head back to site 44. But but hey, like like I was asking you before uh before Benji got back here, you didn't find anyone with like a, a golden armband, a golden necklace, not a single one. <laughs> um all of the people who were at the circus um seemed to have fled before we could gather them we didn't know at the time when they were running by us that we needed that um we sort of anesthetized them and sent them on their way <sighs> they may not even realize they have the golden armbands and such um we will scout the town uh i will send out a squadron for you yeah well hey Can I people know me people know me I'm the uh <laughs> I'm the, the the best uh investigator extraordinaire that there is in this uh in this this side of the Mississippi, eh? <laughs> they'll know me out there. They'll they'll know. Just just send me out with that uh with that force, whatever you need. Uh sure. I, I will let you know when we have sent them. Can we please just have a scene of Ned like at school just snooping around people's lockers? <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be Brad. I knew Brad definitely had another one. <laughs> Damn it, Brad. That, that, would, that would be it. That would be it. <laughs> I mean, our sample size indicates that all of the Horde of Town and Dak was acquired by Ned's classmates. I mean, probably. That's what we're forced to assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this this could be it. There's now like a... Uh, oh, shoot. What time, what time of year is it right now in uh, Piedmont? September. Uh, it's fall. It's fall? September? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was September when we started. As how much time is? It's probably still elapsed. around September. There's, there's been like no I think time. Like it's three been like three days. Yeah, it's been like two days. <laughs> yeah, so 
Oh yeah, I guess that's fair. So I think that that we could like throw in that throw in that scene. It's like however however much time later, it's like Ned is Ned is in school and it's during a it's during a Friday night football game and Ned is is sneaking into the locker room of the football team, of course, cuz that's where uh Bradshaw and Chadley both are. And he's just like he's sneaking in and and I don't know, there'll be there'll be like one of the football players comes in to like grab his grab a spare pad or something. I don't know, gets confronted. And it's like, oh no, oh no, what am I gonna do? And then bam, supernatural MTF squadron right there behind him. Just just I don't know, does something, saves the day. Ex- explodes the guy with amnestics and his brain is just <laughs> melted and then reformed, however amnestics work. I I was gonna say it's like um that scene in the Grinch where he hands like a glass of warm milk to the young who and sends her off to bed <laughs> it's like that but with amnestics <laughs> that with amnestics yep. there you go that could be it <laughs> so sluggo had been uh when you were all initially uh being brought back to this point um he was trying to vouch for manny of basically he shouldn't be locked up um he wants to change uh at least let him if not join us go off to do something else um so uh i think that conversation would cut up come up while you're all at the table um what would you like to say about that uh uh, mom I, i why is manny locked up he didn't do anything wrong um Sweetie he has done a lot wrong. Um, there's files upon files of people who, since Manny's time, have suffered, to say the least. But that wasn't his fault. He had to, he had to do what he had to do because the clowns were kind of forcing his hand. He's, I mean, he's given that up. He gave up the circus, and the clowns are gone. Surely we can. <sighs> Let him have his, at least have his family. I think he had a lot of opportunities to prove otherwise. I think he could have looked for more options for alternatives to the clowns and what they are and stand for. If that's what his goal was, he would have searched for it. But he took that opportunity as soon as he found it. I mean, he helped us take down the clowns and fuller and you you can't fault him for taking the opportunity when he had it i believe magnolia is the one to thank for that opportunity he could have stopped us and he let us go and then once we came up to him at the end he released the circus not because he wanted to save himself or anything it he released the circus to save them from Herman Fuller and to make sure that no one could come under Fuller's hand again. Right? I mean, Benji, Ned, you guys were there. Yeah, that was pretty moving at the end there. That was a real tense moment for all of us. And uh, Manny's, Manny's move there really, really, I think, saved us. He made a decision, and he chose to save everyone. (sighs) Okay. Unfortunately, this decision is above me. I, I will talk to Dr. Bright. I will let him know everything that Manny has done. As soon as she mentions Dr. Bright, Miles... uh, Oh, wait, Miles doesn't have Bright's phone number. Bright was talking to him through his mom's phone. Never mind. I was going to have him start texting Dr. Bright to be like, hey, listen here. (laughs) (laughs) I think all of the calls that you got um, at some point that would have been brought up. uh, Those calls were not from your mother. That was from uh, Mr. Clark calling from your mother's phone because he was confident that you would answer from her phone rather than if he tried to call you. (laughs) 
Fantastic. That makes total sense. <laughs> uh, Dr. Miller was too busy. She is a hardworking woman and had to make sure that the defenses were properly set up. Too she was constantly worried own. about you the whole time, but she has a job to do. Too busy for her own son. Okay, mom, I see how it is. Fine. She was she was trying to set up these things and mm-hmm. figure out what's going on for you. She knew that she couldn't break through <laughs> that magical barrier. They don't have the power Someday for that. you'll understand, Miles son. Miles is over it. <laughs> yeah, so Dr. Miller basically tells you that uh, for the moment, Manny will be taken into custody, but what you have said here will help, and going forward in the future with the initiative that they are trying to do with the integration of... Um, anomalies uh, and integration of our society to accept anomalies, uh, there will be some sort of program to ensure that what you're saying of Manny's character uh, holds true and seeing if there is an opportunity for him to be released because of that. But for now, he will stay in incarceration. Um, Okay. Did you have anything else you all wanted to do here before you headed out? Miles wants to go say bye to Slogo. Okay, cool. So you all leave the ops center and head towards where the uh, former people of the circuit, uh, Circus of the Disquieting have gathered up. Um, Slogo has just finished the conversation with uh, Agnes and Magnolia. The two of them head back to the op center to go be with Veronica until she recovers. Um, and you are now free to uh, walk up to Sluggo and talk to him. Hey, hey, Sluggo. Um, congrats on your new circus. Hey, oh, uh, Ted. What's up? Um, we're getting ready to head out, but I just wanted to say bye and thank you for all your help and for your signature. Uh. Anytime, kid. Um, I, I have a feeling the value of that's just going to keep going up. Um, it's just going to skyrocket, I know. Well, now I'm apparently going to be leading uh, the new circus, I think. Um, we'll have to come up with a new name for it, but it seems like the SCP folk are nice enough to help us move on from Herman Fuller and uh, run a different kind of business. I can't wait to visit without fear for my life. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> can't wait to have you there, kid. Okay, um, bye, Sluggo. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you all. So, um, you all load up into some of the vehicles. Uh, the mobile command center that had been set up here uh, will stay for the moment as they... Uh, finish up with everything here like breaking down what is left of Herman Fuller's circus um as you drive off you see the front sign uh entrance to the circus that says Herman Fuller's circus of the disquieting is being lowered as you depart it has been about 24 hours since you were awake in site 44 um when you would have been here last you uh are approaching up on it you see that there are um significantly more vehicles uh that have been brought in here um as well as additions to the building it looks like that have been quickly propped up um in your absence just in this 24-hour period you get out of your vehicles and head up to the entrance. Dr. Miller is leading you up as she opens the front doors that um, a few days ago when she opened, uh, you were enveloped in darkness from uh, SCP-106's pocket dimension. This time you are enveloped in brilliant light. Appropriate repairs have been taken to Site-44 to bring it back to its former glory, and some additions have been made as well. As you enter, immediately jumping into Dr. Miller's arm is a 
small little cat. And as uh, the cat begins purring and rubbing her head up against uh, the chest of Dr. Miller, you notice that the cat only has uh, the front half of it, and the back half is sort of just missing. There's a black void where the rest of the body would be, but it sort of just cuts off there. Dr. Miller uh, introduces you. Uh, hello, Josie. Uh, everyone, Josie. Josie. This is everyone. We have a few new SCP residents here. Um, I'm excited for you all to meet them. Josie is the one of the first of this integration project. There is no number for her. Well, there is, but we're not using it. Her name is Josie. Let's go meet the rest. All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation Wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our Anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show, and thank you for listening.